0: To Behind the Mask podcasts, I'm your host, Coach Jeremy. In this podcast, we discuss the characteristics of ego, self-discovery, and finding our most authentic self. Remember, I don't claim to be the expert. I'm here to merely share my knowledge, understanding, and experiences with the sole interest of helping others. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, everybody. Hope you're having a fabulous day and a good week so far. Uh, Today's episode is we're going to talk about external power, which is the last characteristic of ego. But like usual, uh, we want to recap a little bit from last episode, which we talked about control. So I'm curious have any of you had some time since the last episode to really kind of take a self inventory and think about those areas in life that you really have trouble with letting go that you are so obsessed with controlling and um, and was there a takeaway was there some insight to that and ultimately Like I mentioned at the very beginning, this podcast really is just in a way for us to create awareness around the things that we are not aware of that that are going on in our lives. I was speaking to a friend of mine and he was talking about, you know, this last episode and about control and how weird and random it is that there's certain areas in his life that he could have like complete freedom from control. He doesn't try to force anything. And I think he was referring to his job. And he's saying, you know, at work, I just go with the flow and I don't try to obsess and control about things. And it has always worked out to my benefit. And then other areas of my life, man, I cannot like I obsess about every little detail to the point that it even keeps me up at night. And then, you know, my mind starts running like crazy. And so it's uh I'm curious to see, you know, for you guys in your lives, have you guys taken inventory and sat back and said, okay, what are the areas of my life that I am really living in, like literally obsessing over the control of every little detail about it? We'll talk a little bit about that, but the reason why certain areas of our lives that you obsess about having control are those are the areas that you don't feel safe in. Those are the areas in where what we'll talk about later on in another episode are gremlin messages. Those are the areas in where those gremlin messages are really reinforced. Obsessing over control is the behavior that we demonstrate when we are fearful and when we don't feel safe. So keep that in mind. Um I want to kind of use an analogy here as a follow up for, you know, the control s- situation and some of the negative effects and reason why obsessing over control really has a, a detrimental effect to our lives. I always I mean, I'll use a, a basketball or a sports analogy. Um, and it, again, it's because I, I coach youth kids. And so I see this a lot coming up. Um, So a player came to me and they're really frustrated and because they haven't been playing well and they've been a little bit in a slump and I asked them, what do you think it is? I don't know. I'm just not hitting my shots. Like I I, I set, you know, set the intention that I want to and the goal to have, you know, 16 points a game and seven assists and, you know, seven, seven rebounds and so forth. And I'm I'm just going out there and I, I can't, you know, I don't even get close to the, to the 16 points or whatever it is. When we are in the, those moments of trying to control things that are outside of our control, think about how we feel. We set these unrealistic expectations, or maybe not even unrealistic expectations, but we set these expectations that things are supposed to look a certain way. And when we go out there and we try to control every aspect of it, our body feels tense. Our stress increases, our anxiety increases. We start planning and thinking about every wrong scenario that can go 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 bad and happen. And what happens to our performance, what happens to our experience, it never goes as planned. And when you think about the times in life that have been most amazing, some of the best experiences that we've had, it's usually followed up by man, I didn't expect that to happen. And, there, and if you have that mindset that you had no expectations of it, you probably literally had no attitude or mentality of control. And so keep that in mind. Obsessing over control can actually destroy relationships as well. We are social beings. Part of us being human is relationships with other people. And when we are in this mindset, in this focus of of trying to control every little detail. We actually push our those away. When we are in the egocentric perspective of, I got to control it. I got to control it. We actually do more damage than we do good because we are causing, we are taking away the free will and choice of others to decide how they want to show up in that certain circumstances or situation. So keep in mind that is, you know, Control isn't a bad thing. You have to, you know, you have, there's there's kind of a fine line between focus and control when trying to perform uh, an activity or behavior. Um, but it's a, it's important to understand the difference in the dynamics of what control is, and when you are focused on having that as your as your central focus, then it causes a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of challenges. That we are creating on our own that aren't necessarily there. So, on to the next characteristic power, and more importantly, external power. So as we get into this part of the topic for today, I want to, this is, this characteristic is probably the most commonly known or commonly used description of what ego is, right? You've heard of egocentric, which means that, oh, it's just all about them. Someone who's very cocky or egotistical, which means that they're overly confident that they, there's a sense of, of creating an inequality, in relationships and situations and so forth. And a lot of that is based off of external power. Now I want to put a note in here that power is not a bad thing. In fact, the ultimate objective of this podcast, the ultimate objective of self discovery is to have self power is to understand that we are creators Is to understand who we really are. And along with that knowledge comes power. So power in itself is not the egocentric perspective. It's not a bad thing. It's the type of power that we are indulging in. And ego is not about internal power. Even though it's stereotypically characterized as egotistical, meaning that I just think of myself as better than everybody else. And when you really get to know someone who acts that way, what's the common factor? Many times they really don't feel that way about themselves. There's a lot of fear, anxiety. There's a lot of needing validation and they've learned that they can get the validation by, by acting that way. So as we get into this topic a little bit more, I, I want to go back to the Deepak Chopra book that I was uh, referring to at the very first uh, uh, different episodes. Um, so Deepak in the in the first chapter, as he's describing what our social mask is and how it's how or how our, what our ego is and how it's our social mask, it's not who we are. He talks about. You know, an object referral means an egocentric perspective. We also feel an intense need to control things. We feel an intense need for external power. The need for approval, the need to control things, and the need for external power are needs that are based on fear. This kind of power is not the power of pure potentiality or the power of self or real power. When we experience the the power of the self, there is an absence of fear. There is no compulsion to control. And no struggle for approval or external power. In object referral, your internal reference point is your ego. The ego, however, again, is not who you really are. The ego is your self-image. It is a social mask. It is the role you are playing. Your social mask thrives on approval. It wants to control and it is sustained by power because it lives in fear. Fear. The essential difference between object referral and self-referral. In self-referral, you experience your true being, which is unfearful of any challenge, has respect for all people, and feels beneath no one. Self-power is therefore true power. Power based on object referral, however, is false power. Being ego-based power, it lasts only as long as the object of reference is there. If you have a certain title, if you're the president of a country or the chairman of a corporation or if you have a lot of money, the power you enjoy goes with the title, with the job, with the money. Ego-based ego-based power will only last as long as those things last. As soon as the title, the job, the money go away, so does the power. So I love that description because it really illustrates very clearly the type of power that is created by the ego. And it's usually tied to something that's external from us, money, wealth, um, job titles, positions, family, uh, generational type of, you know, um, of wealth or generational type of um, popularity or, or fame. Those types of external powers are things that create this mindset or this thought or this philosophy that some people are better than others. When we are in a true state of self, and we'll talk about this when we talk about kind of how do we get out of ego and how do we have different perspectives other than these ego perspectives. But when we get out of ego perspective, we realize that we're all the same beings, We all come from the same place. We all are going to, we're all born and we're all going to die. And there's nothing that we take with us here other than our experiences and our knowledge. Ego wants to create differentiation or unequal levels of worthiness. Now, ego will not only just put us in situations where we think we're better than other people, Ego will also put us in situations where we don't feel worthy as other people. So the external power isn't just about, oh, there's power over people. Sometimes we give up our own power because of external reasons and because of the ego messages, the gremlin messages that we don't feel worthy to be in a certain environment, circle or situation with somebody else. That, too, is an egocentric perspective. How often do we get into relationships because we think that the person is far better than us? You hear that all the time, especially with men, right? People get married like, oh, you married you married beyond your, your level of, of, of beauty for sure. And it creates this differentiation or unequal level of being self and being who we really are. So think about that when it comes to ego, when it comes to power, sometimes, yes, we can create the power to where I'm better than you. But then also keep in mind that sometimes we give our power away because we don't feel worthy enough to. We put people up on pedestals. We give them the power to control our lives, our decisions. And it's because of that, that fear that Deepak was talking about. One of the biggest tools and the greatest tools that that is used for external power I want to address a little bit is comparison. One of my favorite quotes um, is the fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. So when you think about External power. When you think about the baseline and foundation of what that is, and you think about our lives and how we have lived our lives up so to whatever, how whatever age you are, however long you've lived, think about how often do we go throughout the day comparing ourselves, our actions, our behaviors, our dress, our clothes, our shoes, right? The, the the titles that we have. How often do we go through life comparing? Those things to somebody else. There's another way of this of this quote that I've heard is the quickest or the greatest killer of joy is comparison. So power, external power is something that Again, when we talk about ego, it's something that a lot of people, a lot more people are familiar with. They don't necessarily co- coordinate or, or consider the validation, fear, or even control for that being is our characteristics of ego. Power is something that is very commonly understood that when you're dealing with ego, there is this differentiation and the setting of a, a, a different level of power. There's a mindset that I am better than you. And a lot of that is based off of comparison. And so in the next few episodes, as we start talking now a little bit more about the self perspective and how to have a healthy perspective on who we are as a a human being, as a being in general, we're going to discover why that is so detrimental and why comparison really doesn't add up to anything. Because everyone's the same spirit in different disguises. So I want to give you a challenge if you're listening to this podcast. if you're, Obviously, if you're listening and you've gotten to this episode, <laughs> you're at least locked in a little bit and intrigued as far as what we're talking about. With this being the last characteristic of ego. So again, to recap, you have seeking validation. You have living in fear. You have obsessing of over control, and now you have external power. As we've now described these things, I want to give you a challenge that I want you to really take a good self-inventory of the areas in your life where you really feel that you struggle with these. That you really feel and can sense that, you know what, when I go to work, man, i I'm always trying to need validation. I'm always checking with my boss. I'm always confirming with my coworkers. Am I doing a good job? Um, I Every day I get up and go to, to work, I dress a certain way because I have a reputation that I'm a, I'm Mr. Dapper at work or whatever. And so that gives me some sense of validation. I let people know what I do for a living because that, that gets me some sense of validation. It's those little things. These are not – ego impacts our lives not by drastic measures – Ego impacts our lives by those little details, those little things that we do over and over and over again. And again, most likely we have done them because of it's a sense. It's our social mask. It's our protection. If you're living in a facade, you have to maintain that reputation. You have to maintain that image that you have created for the external world to view to see to experience nonstop but without fail i would guarantee that every person who's ever walked this this earth has had that point in time where they have asked who am i am i really all these things that i think i am how do i fit into this world how am i different How am I the same? Our uniqueness lies behind the mask. Our greatness lies within us. We can't understand what that is until we actually understand and acknowledge that we are wearing masks. That we are playing these facades. Again, They came into our life as protective barriers. They came into our life to rescue us from believing that we are absolutely wrong, that we're not lovable, that we're not, you know, we're not worthy of certain things. So it's okay that we're wearing them. Understand that that there's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no judgment here. It's okay that we're wearing them however, if you 're listening to this and there 's something that's pulling your attention to these episodes to this to this podcast to these messages there's something inside of you, and I know this because I experienced it for myself in my own journey twelve years ago there's something inside of you saying there's more there's more than just the basketball player there's more than just the ceo there's more than just you know the father the the wife the the husband the the brother, the son, there's more than just those titles in which we live on a regular basis. There's more to us than just those things. And so if you are at a point in your life where you're asking those questions and saying, Is there more to me? Or who am I? Acknowledge the fact that you're still in discovery. Understand that there's 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 elements of truth that are on our masks those aren't the whole stories. And that's why you continue to ask, who am I? So behind the mask is truly a journey of self-discovery, but you have to acknowledge first and foremost, where are we right now? So whether you're 15, 20, 30, 50, 70, if you've never really spent time asking those questions, you still have to discover right now where you at in order to change the direction of where you want to go. So understanding that seeking validation, living in fear or basing our decisions off of fear, obsessing or pursuing control, needing external power, all those things are things that we have all done. There's not one person that has walked this planet. That has not experienced that. I firmly believe that. Even the greatest people. People like Muhammad. Like Jesus. Gandhi. Mother Teresa. I guarantee you at some point in time. They challenged, They were challenged with who they are. What their purpose is. Why are they here. And who. like. Do I fit these titles. And these roles. And these things that people call me. So. Stay with us through this process. Take a self inventory. Be honest with yourself. Be willing to be open and vulnerable. And know that it is okay that you are loved, that you are human. And being human is the most complex thing on this planet. Why? Because there's so many different dynamics to who we are. It's okay if you have a very clear vision of what your masks are. And it's okay if you have no clue. Because we're all at different places and that's completely fine. But take the challenges here. Do the inventory. Acknowledge those areas in your life. That, man, I really am not, like, I, I do this a lot. Or, man, every decision I make truly is fear-based. Why is that? Or, man, I really seek validation in 75% of my life. Why is that? We'll get to the behaviors and the patterns and the things that we can do to change the, that. But right now, it's important that we just understand that currently this is what we do. This is what I have done. And that's Okay. Accept all of you for what you are and who you are right now. And moving forward, if you want to change directions and that's not serving you, then we can do so. So again, to just reiterate today's topic of external power. External power is power that we seek, that we create, or that we give away from external circumstances or things or people. Internal power is real power. It's true power. In order to get to that place, in order to get to have real true internal power, we have to completely know who we are. And... If you struggle with this, if you struggle with giving away your power, if you struggle with creating power, if you struggle, if you've been called a, right, right, the classic term that's constantly thrown out there is narcissism. If you've been called a narcissist or, you know, a, a very cocky person, and you don't feel that that meets you. Well, take a look at this and also acknowledge the fact that if you are struggling with this, with this issue, with this characteristic, every time that you compare yourself, you are falling bait. To the egocentric perspective of external power, that's the meter in which you can gauge where you're at when it comes to the external power. If you're constantly comparing, then you constantly struggle with power. <laughs> and 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 trust me, there's been parts of my life where that was that was a daily, hourly, probably minute situation, and I was like felt like I was going insane. So again, the fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. I know today that I've talked a lot about taking a self inventory. Um, There's a couple tools and options that you can use for this. And this will be the last thing I talk about in today's episode. Um, I do have written, I have written a book, as I've mentioned before. It's called Behind the Mask. You can find that on Amazon. The link is is tied to uh, this episode. So if you want to go there, throughout that book, again, if you just want reminders or different examples about what the different characteristics are, There's places in the book where I stop and give you areas that you can write down thoughts or things that come up as you're reading it. So there's that option. Or we have just a a one-page self-assessment, self-awareness, and self-inventory form that is on the website. So if you go and visit our website, you can download that for free um, or or actually put in your email and we'll send you a copy of that for free. And you can use that as kind of a format for you to do some self-inventory about how ego has impacting your life, your behaviors, your decisions, and hopefully those tools will be a benefit for you. I want to genuinely thank you all for joining us today as we journey together down this path to self-discovery. If you are interested in more content, tools, resources, or like to follow me on social media, you can find me at Coach Jeremy Martin, or you can visit our website at www.coachjeremymartin.com. Wishing you all a blessed day and know that we all have magnificence inside us.